0: Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.
1: I kick off the show here. <laughs> We're green! So cleaned up. Welcome into the Mafia cast. Thank you for joining us today. I'm your host Papa Ron with my boys, Mike and Casey. What is up guys? What's up,
2: Ron? Case? How are you guys? Pop,
0: Pop Ron. Welcome back. It's been a long yeah, time since the three of us have had a show together.
2: I know. We missed you, it's man. It's been like, like three weeks.
0: Right?
1: <laughs> is it really? I almost forgot I had to do a show tonight.
0: <laughs> That's rude.
1: <laughs> hey, I've been busy learning some new stuff and things.
0: Yeah, how the studio
2: was made and everything was this, ready.
0: Yeah. <laughs> this time of year is always hard. Just all the holidays yeah. and everything going on. Everybody's being pulled in every direction.
1: Yeah, it gets it gets pretty crazy. Uh, speaking of crazy, we got a crazy game tonight too. <laughs> uh, the Patriots and Steelers. Uh, from what I hear, the under on this game or the over under is like 30, 30 and a half,
0: 30 and a half, and I don't know what to do.
1: <laughs> I've heard that's the lowest over under on a game since like 1990 something.
0: Yep. 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 And deservedly okay, so, what, so after both teams combined it? for, I don't know. I don't know. Like I, the over-under for like passing touchdowns for each quarterback is a half a touchdown. Like the over-under is 30 and a half. That's what I'm saying. Like, I I'm mean. Like they each score. All, then again, kid, it we, we were, me and Mike were talking about it before Ronnie got on the show that like, all it takes is one fluke play is like a kick return for a touchdown, a pick six, you know, anything like that. And all of a sudden, everything just gets blown out, like, blown out. Like, it, it you, I don't know what to do. So if anybody yeah. has any advice out there as to what bets we should make tonight, come on, let's ride together. Let's make some bets. Throw us the comments let's
1: in. <laughs> let's hear So the Buffalo Rumblings team, uh, content creators, we have a, a, a group where we pick the winners, the over-unders, the, the spread and all of that. I caught a little bit of slack because I wasn't doing the spread or the over-under for a while. Now I am. I took the under on this one, though. Um, I mean, six to nothing last week <laughs> with the Chargers and Patriots, and uh, you got a worse offense in Pittsburgh than you do with Chargers. So, and the Patriots, they might, they may be one of the worst offenses in football, and that almost pains me to say that because we lost to them.
0: <laughs> yeah, exact, and we didn't even lose to. I guess like the better quarterback at this time. Bailey's happy. You know, we lost, we lost to the bag of milk, you know, the guy that we've used as a punching bag the last three years. You know, like it. it's that one still stings a lot. That's going to be the one it that does. all yeah. of us in this offseason are going to be like, oh, my God, I can't believe that happened. You know, the well, Zach Wilson first game of the year thing, like it's one of those like it was first game of the year. You know, it was you could yeah. t- kind of feel the game that we weren't going to win it. That Patriots game was just such an absolute letdown.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was. But if we make the playoffs, nobody's going to care.
0: Yep. Uh, I don't know. You know Bill's Mafia is touchy. People are still going to say, well, if we won that game, we would have won the division, so we would have we would have been able to play at home. We probably would have won.
1: Yeah, I mean, I get that, but it's kind of like you're talking about uh, – I wrote an article a couple of days ago, and I don't even think I was talking about now. It's been a crazy week, but um, – Basically, win is a win, right? And we were all saying that after the Giants game. Hey, we won the game. Who cares how? And so if you take that and, and apply that to, to, to today, nobody's talking about the Giants game. Nobody's talking about how we won the game. They don't care. So to me, as long as we just get in the playoffs, man, right, just get in there. Because once you're in there, anything can happen. Uh, and, and the whole 17 weeks, 18 weeks, whatever, would be behind us. We can just focus on basically a new season. But... um before we move forward with the Bills stuff, Mike, are you taking the over/under on tonight's
2: game? Uh, I, I was just uh, looking at my picks here on my phone. I, I did take the under on it. <laughs> so, yeah,
0: <laughs> I, be- I believe I am the only one that took the over
2: because I—it's I, I, I,
0: it, so hard, man. I mean, for two teams, yeah. I understand the quarterbacks are—you know—as bad as they are. And but like that Steelers offense, even with Mitchell Trubisky, I mean, Mitchell Trubisky with Kenny Pickett, at some points they were still able to put up, you know, 30 points in the game. Mitchell Trubisky isn't much worse than Kenny Pickett, let's be honest here. You know, so like in my opinion, if Pickett can do it, then I mean, Trubisky can do it. And I believe it is worse. Well, it ex- that's okay, further proves my point. <laughs> Maybe but, on I mean, equal terms. <laughs> Bailey Zappy is the is the part that like worries me the most. Sorry. yeah.
1: No, you're good. <laughs> Throw it back up there. Let's go ahead and do this.
2: Throw it up there. I forgot to load them up. Yeah. So I just uh <laughs> I guess it Look, it up th- I we do it live. are st-
1: we're still in second place. Okay. Before we get into this game this weekend, I, I don't want to rehash last game either. I missed out on that opportunity, so I'm moving forward. But I was looking at the, the playoff race this morning or last night. And I wish, maybe, hopefully I get the teams right. So if Denver sure. loses, no, not Denver, Indianapolis, um, yeah, thank you. Houston, Cleveland, and Pittsburgh, all four of those teams lose. That means Cincinnati wins because I believe they're playing in Indianapolis. And if Buffalo wins, then you have six teams sitting at seven and six, battling for three wildcard spots. That's crazy. Well, six teams could be potentially sitting at seven to six after this weekend.
0: And how many tiebreakers would we lose?
1: That I didn't look that deeply into, but Cincinnati only has, I believe, two conference wins. Uh, Houston, I think, had three. Denver, I believe, had three. Cleveland, I think, had the most at five. And I believe Indy was at four. And we're at three, so we're not that far behind, honestly. Like I, Everybody keeps talking about the, we don't have the tiebreakers. Our conference record sucks, but... So do theirs. Like all of the bottom teams right here, the from Pittsburgh down to Buffalo, their conference records are questionable. So if we can – four out of five, that's one I'm banking on. Four out of the next five, get those. Mm-hmm. The one loss you can have is Dallas. You have to win the conference games though. They do that, I think they make it.
0: Don't say that. That's the one game that me and Mike are going to this year. Don't you put that bad juju on us, Papa Ron.
1: (laughs) I mean, I hope that they win. And we keep saying this about Miami. They haven't beat anybody with a winning record. Well, Dallas is in the same boat. Um, You can correct me if I'm wrong. I think they haven't beat anybody with a winning record this season. But... um, are they beatable? Yeah. I mean anybody in the league is beatable. Do I think the Bills can run the table and go five and over the next five weeks? I do. Mm-hmm. Do I think they can lose three or four of those? Yeah, I do. So um they have set a precedence though over the last couple of years of finishing strong. And in twenty twenty, I think they won what, six straight, seven straight, and counting the playoffs.
0: Um I last year they I think that year that we want, we finished strong. If we like made it all the way through the Super Bowl, it would have been like fourteen straight games and like nine yeah. or ten straight wins. Yeah, I know that's that the year that we were seven
1: and six. Then. Yep, and everybody was saying the same things that they are now. Fire everybody!
0: <laughs> I don't seven know. Seven and
1: six, and they finished with a four four game win streak to close out the year at eleven and six.
0: Were we all saying? Were we all burning it down the way we were now? Because I don't no, remember well, it being. I, I don't remember it being the three being of us. Maybe, maybe
2: not. <laughs> True, wasn't.
0: but I mean, I don't. I mean, I was on Twitter back then too, and I don't remember hearing like it burn it down. I it was more so like, I think we were. You know, we had the one really good year before that, and we were like, all right, you know, maybe it was just a flash in the pan type thing. And we saw how good Josh really was, but you know, was the entire team that good? And then all of a sudden, yeah, everything hit.
1: Yeah, yeah. I and I think part of well, at, at that time the firing, the calls for firing were for Dayball. Um, nobody was, you know, that's true. Head hunting for for McDermott. <laughs> um, and I just want to say this as far as the McDermott situation. I honestly, I don't know. I've written about this. There's pros and cons. Either way, you fire him or you don't. But what really kind of is like <laughs> driving me nuts is like the personal attacks and the plays on his name, like McDummy and McDork and all this and some other things. And I won't say on air. Yeah, McDummy. sure. They're humorous, <laughs> but come on people.
0: <laughs> Have, Why haven't I seen McDummy? That is, I'm sorry. <laughs> you haven't, you haven't seen it? The, I'm in the same boat as you, but that is hilarious.
2: <laughs> uh, it's Yeah, I don't know. Um but for those who don't know, that's one of Casey's favorite words. He loves calling people dummies. So that, my, yeah, I know.
0: I, that I clicks know. With him. It. my dad and I have a thing. We call each other dummy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, so when you say that to one of us, I take that to heart. It, it yeah. means something special. It,
0: dummy is like <laughs> mafia. It means family. Yeah.
1: There you go. Um, uh, Jim Graham brings up a good point. We had a soft schedule then. Uh, I don't honestly remember what the last four games over was from that 2020 season. Uh, but I do remember the, the schedule not being quite as tough overall as this year. It has been. But I, I don't know what to expect. Like I said, I don't know as, as far as with McDermott, that, that whole situation. Uh, I think the situation with some of the off-the-field stuff is just making things worse. I I was thinking about this today, and I'll get you guys' take on this. I almost kind of wish the season was just done and let's move on to next season.
2: Yeah, I I was ready to. I I don't know. I was. um, I was ready to write it off. You know, after the Eagles lost.
0: Well, hold on, Mike called this perfectly because I I have this
2: because I'm writing. I'm writing it off as the off season. I said that a couple weeks ago. You see, we have the 13 wins in 2020 and 2022. It's just our off year. So I was I was happy with with that.
0: But let's give credit where it's due real quick. Mike, you called this. You said weeks ago that you would be comfortable as hell coming out of the bye at 6-6. Six and six. You mm-hmm. said that we, you would be fine with us lose. I think it was four out of the five, which we did, or three out of five, three out of four, whatever it was. And you'd still be comfortable in like where like where the season where the on the trajectory are you still yeah. like that same comfortable? Well now like that, Ron, that actually happened.
2: Well like Ron, I, I do think they could they could run the table. Um what makes me comfortable with being at six and six, and, and it was it was probably a month ago uh we talked about it. Um what makes me comfortable with the six and six is that we, we sort of have the tendency to beat uh the team in the second matchup. You know, like our division, our divisional games. You know, you lose the first one, you win the second one. That's what keeps me going. <laughs> the, the only way we'd face the Eagles again, of course, is getting to the big one. So that that's what keeps me well, going. But I, I'm just based on I am still hopeful. the Eagles lost. are making the Super Bowl. Right. Yeah, they might not. <laughs> Yeah. I,
1: it has been an interesting year. I'm gonna jump back up here really quick to I don't know what spin is doing. Uh two hundred and fifty K. I'm dark. hoping that means if you win, you're going to win two hundred and fifty K, but if you lose, it's it's minimal. That's what I'm hoping for. Uh, but yeah. if you've got two hundred fifty K to place on a game, then um I'll that's super chat.
0: That super chat better be hit and spin if you hit that 250k. Yeah. That's all I got to say, buddy. I'll run on the field, man. I'm gonna tackle someone. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, that's wild. Um, I think the most I've ever put on a game is maybe ten bucks, maybe twenty, and that was a handshake between me and a buddy.
0: <laughs> I, I usually have, again, do. I'm,
1: yeah, I'm not really that much of a gambler.
0: Five ten dollar like a five to a ten dollar parlay. You know, I'll usually do like two two of those, and then I'll do one, either ten or twenty dollar parlay. Like, cause I'll make it. I mean, the cheapest one's going to be the most unrealistic. You know, the five bu- bet five bucks for thirteen hundred dollars, which would have hit if stefan Diggs just caught five more yards. But that's neither here nor there. Um. But that 20, that ten to twenty dollar bet—that's one where you have four. It's a four pick parlay, and you pray for the best. You hope that those hit.
1: Yeah, yeah, I've done a few of those, as you know, but I haven't won any of them. So, uh, what? Yeah, I'm not good at it. But I've had my hands full. Now, just Laura says
2: football this year. So.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, Laura says the Pats win will help us. Uh, that is true. Can't say I'm actually rooting for them though. That's, yeah, that's one of those tough ones. But we have to. We have to get Pittsburgh down to that seven and six range and get them within striking distance. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. Browns have a super easy schedule. They should win games without a quarterback. (laughs) I haven't looked at the Cleveland Browns schedule going forward, um, so I'm not sure what that looks like. But, uh, yeah, maybe.
0: Uh, Spence, you're killing me, bro. You're killing me.
2: Bye.
0: My yeah, birthday so. is next week, Spence. I'm not spending my 28th birthday with pink hair.
2: It would be a very and let me special get time. let me
0: get through the holidays for first, buddy. Let me take all them pretty pictures that are gonna that need to be posted on Facebook with the family. Then I will do the pink hair.
2: I got you back, man. <laughs> it, it's happening. If, if I got to get in there and hold it oh, down yeah. and, and get a couple more people,
0: I'm a man of my <laughs> word. I will. I promise that I will make it happen.
2: I just want to throw out there too. He's talking like frosted tips and then dying a pink. No, we're, we're trying to like bleach his hair completely white. Go.
0: It, no, like, a, no. like a troll there. These locks don't get bleached.
2: <laughs> we'll see. That's awesome. got to sleep. Laura, sometime. thank
1: you for joining us uh, and listening today, uh, tonight, and everybody else that's in the, the uh, listening right now. Uh, we appreciate you. Um, yeah. Browns remaining schedule, Pats, Jets, Panthers. Uh, who they got tonight – or not tonight, but this weekend. I can't
0: remember. Mm, I, I don't Browns know. are playing the Jaguars. I, I want to say the Jaguars. I just want to say I want to say the Jaguars. Okay.
1: Well, that's one they could definitely lose. I, well, I don't know. This whole season like, – that was the <laughs> yeah, other thing, too, that I found. Right. Looking at the teams that are ahead of us in the playoff standings right now, five of them are playing with backup quarterbacks. So – we don't know for sure about Jacksonville. Um, he hasn't uh, been officially ruled out of this weekend, but uh, with the way the injury looked and the high ankle sprain, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't think I'd roll him out there. Maybe give him a week at least.
0: Not in the position they're in. You know, they can sacrifice. They can sacrifice one loss. You know, they have. Well, do they? No, because they lost to the Bengals, so they're only one game ahead of Houston. So they can't even sacrifice one loss.
2: They do so they play Houston to, in two weeks,
0: and they're back. So you know what you do is you sit uh, Lawrence this week. You do Her- you do not play him, and you and France- you don't play him if you play Houston next week, because that's a much bigger matchup. That is straight up for that is straight up for the division.
1: Apparently Spence wants you to paint your face, your entire head. Hair pink, face pink, beard, all night.
0: This <laughs> beard ain't getting touched. I, pr- I will throw oh, down yeah.
2: before this beard
0: gets touched. I've had this thing since I was 15. Uh-uh. <laughs> we'll get
2: 15. you passed out on the mafia sauce
0: again. and then It, it took me
1: 47 years to get this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, but mine's almost as, is starting to get as gray as yours. That's the bigger issue.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, I'm half tempted just to go just do the full gray and get it over with.
0: Do you still dye um, your beard or? No. <laughs> Stop. No, this is just,
1: like, if you see me up close, it's, uh, it's multicolor. There's a little bit of gray here. I got some red tinge in there. There's some brown as well.
0: <laughs> me too. Me too. Yeah.
1: It's the only way to go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's talk about this game this weekend uh, coming up with the, the Kansas City Chiefs i um, I I'm just going to throw the ball into your court there, Kate, uh, Mike, and let you roll oh. with this um, and and kind of take the lead. What do you think? What what what's going to happen on on Sunday between the Bills and Chiefs? What's going to happen?
2: <laughs> yeah, let's hear oh, it. Oh boy. Whatever you uh, say
1: happens is going to happen. Yeah, That's
2: okay. It. I I know what I I want to happen. Um and now you're making me want to get right into the keys of the game and the score predictions and all that, but but we'll <laughs> we got to <laughs> We'll save that for later, um so I was you know we after the bye week, we ain't got much to talk about except for this matchup uh so I kind of dove into um the chiefs games of the whole season and kinda looked at a few stats here and there and comparing their losses to their wins and so they're they' are two what are they they have two losses at home, two losses away, you know so so home field. I'm not really too worried about um, yardage. I mean, obviously we got to, we got to hold them back a little bit. The whole Kelsey thing, taking Kelsey out of the game. Um, I I do think that helps, but I don't, I don't think that's, uh, I don't think that's like as cut and dry as people make it seem. So I don't think we could just focus on Kelsey and, and that's it. Um, but what I'm, what really stood out to me is that like, I don't think any team has had over 300 passing yards against them um, this year. So, so that might be one of the key things I'm looking for is that we're going to, we're going to get over that mark of 300 passing yards. We have to. You think so? Mm-hmm.
1: And the chiefs defense is legit. Um, I called them the, the basic, they are championship caliber defense. The offense doesn't want it once was, but, um, one of the guys from Cover One, I think, put out a tweet earlier uh, with the the DVO DV, DVOA and all those uh, in depth metrics and how the Chiefs' offense is actually pretty good. But again, uh, what matters is the points. If and they're not putting up the points like they used to. So all that other stuff, I don't care. E- even with Buffalo, we we've been talking about this all season with the Bills. They're top five in this, top five in that. Like they're top five across the board, almost in everything. It seems like mm-hmm. yeah, on the field. <laughs> It doesn't look like that's what's happening, no. and they're struggling
2: in these games. But, um, yeah, I, I don't I just, know. I want to throw out there, too, and it's not 300 passing yards. I don't think anyone's had 260 passing yards against them this year.
0: Wow. I'll take that over for Josh.
2: Yeah. Well, I don't know if that's the line,
0: but. No, I, I, <laughs> no the line No one's had is, that yet. For Josh, oh. the over-under is somewhere around 256. Yeah. Passing yards against the Chiefs. I think Minnesota so had
2: 259 um you know and was back, that... But...
0: Hmm. So that would be still without Kirk Cousins. Mm.
2: For Or what week was that? Yeah. One, two, I... eight, three, four, five week five. Oh, so that was with I... Kirk Cousins. Yeah, but I think it was.
1: I think Allen can probably shred this defense or secondary if the offensive line can hold up. That's my only, I guess, kind of concern because I believe they're I think they're fourth in sacks this year. Uh, they're top five for sure. So Chris Jones and that group can get after him. Uh, so I think to me that's kind of a, a almost like a key to the game. If they can protect Allen, I think he can do what he needs to do against their defense. But um, I I don't know what to expect. It's hard to talk about this team right it now is. because it's like it's just a. Jekyll and Hyde situation, and it's even happening in the games, especially with the defense. My yeah. goodness, this defense looks like phenomenal in the first half of these games, and then they just come out. I don't mm. they fail to show up in the second half. I don't know if they're going next door to the high school and swapping jerseys and having the high school <laughs> kids come out there or what, but right. they can't stop anybody in the second half.
2: Yeah. Um we Casey, gotta get off the field that third.
1: Yeah. Casey, is that on McDermott or is this defense just
0: what, like what's what's happening in that second half? I mean, so I mean, it's on McDermott. I mean, he's the head coach and the defensive coordinator. So obviously, you know, it's got to start with him. Just like all the all the other issues, you know, it it starts with the head coach, which is why he's the first one gone every single time. Um, but I mean. Hoyer and Hyde. I mean they I I still love those guys. I think they can still play at a high level. They are another year older. You know, that's another year of hits. Hyde is still coming off the injury. He's missed another game this this year with uh, n- another neck injury. So, is it one of those things to where Hyde is kind of a little how we kind of thought DeMar would be and kind of in his own head a little bit. Not playing as hard as physical um Make, kind of making what we call, like, business decisions. Maybe that's it. I think it's more so just the age kind of starting to show itself a little bit. Razul Douglas still kind of newer, you know, getting adjusted to the system. I know he's had that great game against the Jets, but, I mean, it's, it's still only been, what, three, four weeks? He's been here a month, not even a full month. So it's I, – I don't really – Necessarily, you can't put your finger on one thing, kind of like all the issues this entire year for the whole team. There's not one thing. If it's not this, it's that. If it's not that, it's this. I mean, we're – and I hate to say it. You know, Von Miller hasn't showed up on the field at all this year. I mean, A.J. Epines has done pretty well. Shaq Lawson, you know, he's come up big in some spots. Jordan Phillips. Um, everybody, Everybody has played well, but at the same time, when you look at the picture as a whole, it's just not happening on the field. You know, it's just not all clicking and coming together.
2: Yeah, and we're always one play away, one mistake here or there. It's just, yep, it's just really uh... well.
1: With the Eagles game, I we're gonna we'll jump back a little bit only because watching that game, and I know everybody has been like bashing on McDermott since that game, well, even before that, but it really seems like it's intensified since then. But if you look at that game, there were multiple, and I don't like to blame refs or whatever, but there were times throughout that game and in the second half where they did get stops, but then something happened, a penalty or whatever. Um, the, the the reception, we'll quote-unquote that, uh, from A.J. Brown, I think in overtime, that, I'm sorry, that was a catch, <laughs> and that was a fumble. And yeah. it, it drove me nuts because the very next, uh, the following weekend, I was watching, uh, I want to say it was Michigan in Ohio, Iowa State, um, the, the the championship game, almost the exact same scenario. He caught it, tucked it, a couple steps, fumble, and they called it a catch and fumble. And Michigan recovered, I think it was. And it's just that that's the part of this game, the NFL as a whole, that's driving me crazy is there's absolutely no consistency. Um, mm-hmm. and And it's costing games. It's changing outcomes of games. Buffalo right. had that game won right there. I know. And, you know, and then the refs make a different decision. But there's the old and, adage.
0: You can't let it come down to one play. Which, right. But it's is the Eagles.
1: Big. I get that, but it's the Eagles. It's going to be a close game.
0: But it shouldn't be. I mean, we were up 17-7, and Jalen Hurts had 37 passing yards in the first half. We should have blew the doors off them. And all of a sudden, the Eagles score in every single drive in the second half. You know, but the offense—I mean, the it was what we put up—14 points in the second half and overtime, like that. That also doesn't get it done against the Eagles. You got—you have to expect them to come back. Mm-hmm. We couldn't stop but, them, either. It, and but it, we also got stopped in the second half. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah.
2: Oh, if you guys want to get back over to the the KC game, um, another thing that really uh, stood out to me in their four losses this year was time of possession and 3 out of those 4 losses they had the ball less than half the time it seems like or pretty close to it right around the 30 29 minute mark um there was one game where they they did have the ball more and still lost um the last one but that's the other thing so I'm, so I'm mentioning the passing yards and, and wanting to get you know over 300 passing yards or 260 at least, you know, but 300 um, is kind of where I, I'd be aiming for. But you still want to use the ground game. Um, I mean, there's – I forget. I got to look at it now. Someone put up – I don't know, like uh, Denver, they had 153 rushing yards against them. So that's a—that's an, another thing. I mean, uh, I know Tony Miller commented earlier, when does uh, Fournette uh, get mm-hmm. going? I mean, is it the game – you know, where we run run back by committee and and hold the ball, keep that time of possession, you know, and, and just control and play situational football.
0: But that's just, not yeah what, that's not what the bills do though. I mean, that takes the ball out of, you know, quite possibly yeah. the best player in the world's hands. Yeah. And and none of us want that. We want Josh, you know, we want that ball to be in Josh's hands every single time, which sucks. Because, like you said, I mean that's how you beat the Chiefs is is time of possession. You just have to keep the ball, passing the. I mean, if you can chew the clock, passing the ball, but like it's, God, it it, it's such a hard like decision to make.
2: Yeah, you know, you're talking about a bunch of short passes, which is cool, which is fine with me. Well, spin's
0: got to like what spin is saying
1: here, though. Why would we play? uh, uh, Why would we control the clock? Casey has no, uh, can't beat us in a shootout. And I would say that, honestly, about every single team in the league. If your defense is obviously struggling for whatever reason, do not stop what you're doing from the first kickoff to the closing whistle. Like, keep the foot. I don't care if you're up 40 to 7. Keep, you know what, the ball. Like, do not stop. Score, score, score. um, Put the league on notice. You know, I just, that's one of the things that, I know this isn't Madden, but people that play Madden, they don't stop. And, and I feel like the Bills and their coaching staff should kind of adopt that. Don't stop. Just keep the gas floored um, mm-hmm. regardless. And um, this That's kind of one... goes to the point where a lot of people were talking about that whole 20, or, yeah, 20 seconds in this one yeah. timeout situation. I can understand from one aspect where McDermott might be hesitant to go for it because – Allen does lead, lead the league in turnovers since 2018. We know that. But he also leads the league in touchdowns. But if you adopt that philosophy from start to finish, and I, I'm sorry, nobody can keep up. There's just not an offense in the league that I feel like can keep up with Bills currently with Brady calling plays. But
0: See, that's – and to, like, furthermore your point, that's I believe is why Miami put up – I truly believe that's why Miami put up 70 on the Broncos was because, all right, this is, you know, we're going, we're not going to slow down. We're going to really see, like, we're going to show the world we can do, like, watch what we can do against, you know, Patrick Sertan, who NFL GMs and fans around the world have pleaded that he is now the best corner in the league. You know, Denver has a decent defense. And they got the doors blown off him. But it was to show, look what we can do. You know, like, if if it – Needs to come down to this. We can do this. Buffalo has yet to. Well, I think Buffalo knows they can, and that that's why they like. And the world knows it can. That's why they haven't really pushed it like that because they don't. They feel like they don't have to show the world. They know. Josh Everybody knows Josh Allen can put up forty if he absolutely needed to.
2: Yeah, right. I, I like that. I know. Like we could get into a shootout with anybody, and we could. Like, he's saying there's no way they could keep up with us, but the Bills can beat the Bills in a shootout. Yep. (laughs) I just want to throw (laughs) that out there. You're right. Well said. Well said. uh, You're right. You're right. That's what worries me.
0: But at the same time, Bills got in a shootout last game. mm -hmm. Look what happened. Yeah.
1: I would rather go out that way, though, than Mm -hmm. than, than not. Oh, for sure. um, And I – yeah, and somebody else brought it up too, the dropped pass from – from uh,
0: Cook. James Cook, which oh, I'll,
1: I'll take the blame on that. I will take the blame on that. I I did uh, some research and wrote an article uh, two weeks ago about how the Bills a year ago like were one of the top teams in, in drop passes, right? Well, this year, if you looked at the numbers, I don't know what they are as of right now, but when I looked at them a couple weeks ago uh, before the Eagles game, we had three players in the top 12 for highest catch rate in the league. Kalos Shakir was the highest rated wide receiver in catch rate. Dalton Kike was the number one tight end. And then James Cook, I want to say, was somewhere around like fourth or fifth uh, among all the running backs. And then he drops that pass, and I was like, oh, that's my fault. <laughs> I gave him kudos, and this is what happens.
0: <laughs> James Cook... Is I'm so happy we drafted him. Like, I'm yeah. as happy now as the day as we drafted him. He's, I think, I want to say seventh or eighth in the league in rushing right now. Who and nobody thought he that was ever possible, you know. And that's with being put in the doghouse for a game, still coming out with 100 yards, you know, for everybody just crapping on him, putting being put, and he's been put in quite possibly one of the worst situations for a run RB one, you know, he, I mean, he's, he's on the shortest leash I've ever seen for an RB one. And he's been one of the more productive backs that we've had since LaShawn McCoy. You know, he's, you know, he's played yeah. better than Devin Singletary has. In my opinion, he's a more complete back. Singletary might be a little bit better between the tackles, but Cook's shiftier, he's faster. He's better at catching, you know, it, it, he's proved as I preached went since the day he, got drafted he's able to run between the tackles and he has shown that this yeah. year you know he's i want to say top 10 in yards per carry you know, he james cook deserves all the praise that he can get
1: i uh, yeah i do agree i will say this in defense of the the short lease comment um after that game joe brady was asked about that in his press conference and he did say he was not benched for that it's just basically a game situation and and those moments they felt like x player was better suited for whatever play they were doing take that for what you want Um, obviously the coach isn't going to be like oh yeah we benched his ass because he sucked
0: (laughs) but it's so it's such a blatant lie it's not even funny (laughs) like come on like we all know the truth like anybody that's played football (laughs) Like, saw that and was like, that sucks. We've all been there. You know, we've all missed a block and dropped a catch, this or that, this or that. But, like, damn it. Like, it it, it hurts to watch that.
1: Yeah. Um, there's some, a lot of comments in here about uh, Gabe Davis. Also, I'm going to throw this one up there because Roy does not agree with you uh, on the shiftier thing. Singletary was pretty shifty. But let's was talk shifty. about Davis for
0: – go ahead. He kinda, but he had – Singletary was more of like the leverage back. He was more leverage to where like he was, I mean, how many times did we see him run and basically bend over and stick his butt up in the air and the, and like the defender would bounce off of him. I mean, we, I remember, I can vividly remember that multiple times. He's, I mean, James Cook is shifty is by shifty. I mean, laterally, you know, and I, I really loved Singletary, but like it's, Singletary could make people miss in a phone booth. So could every NFL running back. Let's just put that one out there. Every I mean, NFL Zach running Moss back. couldn't. <laughs> now he can. What are you talking about?
1: <laughs> he's only doing what he's doing because of that offensive line.
0: <laughs> yeah, true. But true. but
1: in fairness, in fairness, most running backs can only do what they do behind a good offensive line. One exception, yeah. maybe Barry Sanders. <laughs> Those offensive true. lines were some of the worst, and he still was phenomenal. Um, uh, back to the Gabe Davis really quick. So I actually kind of called it, uh, during the Eagles game. And I said, he's due for big game. Cause you know, the whole moniker, big game, big game, Gabe. Um, so somebody brought it up earlier that this isn't going to be that game could, because he had it already. And that's, I think that's actually an accurate statement. He's there for a game and then he disappears for two, three, four games. Let's jump ahead a little bit to the offseason really quick with Davis. Where do you guys think that he ends up after this season is done? Is he a Bill or is he gone? Not everybody answer at once. He's gone. <laughs>
0: gone. <laughs> he I think he's gone. I think this year they use one of the to top him? two picks. Well, I mean, that's the whole that's the biggest question because it's not what the Bills can afford right now. It's what the other what other teams are going to drive the price up? Mm. Um, I mean, I, for some reason, like I've been thinking about it all year. He, he feels like he, it feels like he's going to end up like somewhere like the Patriots to where he could, he could step in. He'll step into some team that doesn't have a true number one yet. And he'll, he'll walk in as the best receiver. I mean, Gabe is still a good receiver, but like mm. he, I, mean, I just don't, I think just, sometimes the trains run its course and i think like it's he's done everything he can for the bills and we've done everything we can for him and maybe just to be a better player he needs to change the scenery you know we, we we've seen that with a lot of players zach moss devin singletary you know just two names we were just talking about now look how look how they're look how they're performing on their new teams um but i mean well, tricks just... get someone like carolina yeah i mean uh, Adam Thielen is getting older. They have uh, Mingo down there who's young. I could I could see that. Mm-hmm. Yep, the Giants, but I mean if you go to the Giants, it's they have now they'll have Isaiah Hodgins and Gabe Davis who are basically the exact same player, you know, archetype arc anyway.
1: Well speaking of Hodgins, what happened to him? I, I honestly expected way more this year, but he's disappeared too. Like all Dude,
0: season I think he I got know. His first
1: touchdown a week or two ago.
0: Yep, I, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't understand yeah. it. He was phenomenal last year. And I mean, like yeah. speaking of doghouse, like what did he do to piss off Ryan Dable so bad that, I mean, he, <laughs> he's like sixth on the depth chart now.
2: I don't know. They see something we don't. Yeah. <laughs> or yeah, maybe they're well, just, they don't have a quarterback. And, and, so they're, they're and coach McDermott saw it too.
1: <laughs> and, and our staff, they saw it too. Cause he could not get on the field here either. Um, and, I, yeah, I I don't know. It's interesting around the league, some of these these people uh, spin. Let's not bring up that name anymore. <laughs> quarterback that names who not, shall not be mentioned. <laughs> What's going to call him that from now on?
0: But real quick, how fitting, like now that I think of it, like how fitting is it that we went from quite possibly, in, in my opinion, he was, you know, the worst quarterback that we've had between Jim Kelly and Josh Allen. So how funny is it that like we had the, at the absolute worst quarterback during that entire span on the team, like
2: consecutively consecutively
0: with Josh Allen to so who who was quite possibly, if not already the best quarterback in Buffalo history. So I, I just it's just like the irony in it, like to where it's like the universe just had to give one more jab to the to Bills Mafia. And they're like, can't have it yet, 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 yet. And now you can have Josh. Like
1: <laughs> uh, oh, Jeff Tool. No there's another one. Oh. Well, I don't well, know. I, this is one of my favorite things about the offseason is talking about some of these these players from the the, the past and what people thought of them. Uh, and I know we've kind of talked a little bit about it before in this past off season, but uh, we'll get down the road to that. Okay, so with Gabe Davis, I don't know how much you guys have kind of looked at the, the the college landscape yet, as far as receivers. But this class, on paper, and all the analysts and experts are saying, is going to be phenomenal. Like one of the better classes that we've had in a couple of years, I guess, because last year was whatever even though some of those rookies are playing quite well this year. But do we let Davis walk? Whether he wants to come back or not, do we let him walk? Say, no, we don't want you back. I don't care what you want to sign for. And we use a first-round pick on one of these receivers.
0: It would depend on the receiver. I mean, obviously, Marvin Harrison, like, I mean, that's <laughs> that's a pipe dream, you know. That's when – if the floor really falls out of the season, we lose four out of the next five. And we end up, you know, pick 12. You trade something to go get one of the, to trade up into the top five, you know, to get to number, to get to number five. Or you wait and like you wait till draft night and you see how I, how the chips start to fall, how many quarterbacks start going one, two, three. And if you're sitting, if you're sitting 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, you jump up and you get him, you know, you get Ibuka. You get um, Keon Coleman, you know any like any of these guys, whoever you have right, obviously behind Marvin Harrison, um, you go get him if you believe in that. If Gabe is gone,
1: Keon Coleman is popping up quite a bit for a lot of the fans, and if you look into it, his draft projection is around the twenty mark. Yep. So something like that is is possible. Um, I want to Lewis. touch on what you said while well ago is depending on how th- the things lay out. <laughs> Dogs barking again. How things play out with the quarterbacks in this draft. I know a spin said it here that uh, Harrison Jr. is going to be a top five pick, and he may very well be. But I think that a lot of that depends on who's picking in that top five. Because well, we know the Bears are going, going to have to be a lot of two top
0: five picks. Bears are going to have two top five picks. They're going to trade one of them. Right now, they're sitting, I want to say, like, pick one and pick three. Um, I think but, the Patriots, like,
1: oh, no, never mind, Carolina, they have the top currently.
0: Well, Carolina, Bears own Carolina's pick. They're first from what? From the draft last year. Remember, the Bears had the number one pick last year. Carolina traded up for it, gave them oh, this year's right, first round pick. And now they have, yep, and now they have picks <laughs> okay. like one and three. So, you know, there's like there's gonna be one draft pick gone that's gonna be taken on a quarterback. Then whoever's number two probably gonna be taking quarterback, you know, the, the Giants, whoever. Um I I mean the Bears, I don't think they're gonna pick a quarterback. I think they are who I would worry about taking a wide receiver to pair with DJ Moore. Then you would have yeah. DJ Moore, Marvin Harrison Jr., um, oh Darnell Mooney and Cole Komet. And then you have Rosh, uh, rookie and Roshan Johnson, who's played well when healthy, and you have are still a rookie quarterback, you know, a quarterback on a rookie deal in Justin Fields, who you still don't know fully what he is yet. So I like I that could be a legit offense. That's where I would expect him to go.
1: Yeah, um, neighbors is another big name that's been popping up a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Bills. Uh, there was. One of these comments back here that I wanted to touch on again, but I, I don't know, I don't know where it's at. But anyways, um, yeah, I will definitely dive more into the, the draft and everything. I, I love draft time, but uh, this 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 upcoming game. Well, let me just ask you guys this: We got five games left. Are they all five must-win games in your opinion?
0: Yeah. Short and quick. Yep. Yep. Yeah.
2: <laughs> uh, I'm going to go and say yeah, because what we were talking about this before the Eagles game. My one loss the rest of the year, year was the Eagles game. Um. So yeah, we got a ride. It's time to roll. <laughs> I I mean, if they if they win out,
1: obviously, as far as I'm concerned, that we'll get them in the playoffs. Period. I'm just not convinced that they need to. I think if, if they lose one, it can be one against Dallas. If they lose one of these conference games, and I think at that point it becomes too difficult. Um, and let me just throw this out there. This just popped into my head. If Buffalo loses, let's say they lose the next couple of weeks, KC and Dallas, and we're sitting at 6-8, and eight. do you keep rolling Josh Allen out there? Josh, no, comes you say, you
0: down, know what? Josh comes down with a severe case of COVID that takes a month and a <laughs> half to get rid of.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's I think personally, I think it's a, a legit question that McDermott's going to have to to think about seriously. Like, if you've got nothing going on the rest of this season, uh, why roll out your two hundred whatever million dollar quarterback and risk potential
2: long term yeah. injury? Casey's or, been on board tanking all year. I've
0: <laughs> I, been Who one. is who has been the one that's been saying hashtag tank for Marvin?
1: Exactly. I'm not. I'm not saying to, to intentionally tank the season though. I'm I'm, I'm more right. about protecting the the you know the franchise yeah. quarterback. Right. Which is doing yeah, the same I get it. Thing. Tanking would be part of it, but the, the intent is to protect the quarterback, not to get a better draft pick. Even though they're one and the same, I get it, but. Mm. Uh, I want to hear this, from. I mean, what do you got to gain if
2: you if you're out of the playoffs? What do you got to gain from keeping Josh in?
0: Josh getting his first MVP, which I still which gen- I I don't I don't know about that. I don't care what people say. I I think that the fact that he is he is fifth in the in the league in touchdowns. Tyreek gets all the all the teams, two thousand yards. If Tyreek is two thousand yards, give it to him. Obviously, mean, I, I mean that that's <laughs> that's funny. <laughs>
2: if Tyreek like gets it away.
0: then Tyreek's not 200 yards away there's five so games many, left in the season
2: what's how many um, yards is he, is he back like
0: he's got he's only got like 11 1200
2: oh, I um, he was there that
0: but like it like i josh could still win it i mean there's look at when uh tim Tebow won the heisman for the first time he was the first freshman to win it you know first ha- first happened all the time and it, josh is Quite clearly, other than the—I mean, other than like the turnovers, which yes, th- those have been a problem. Also, Only half, losing. half of those have been off tips or hail mary like attempts. Like it's it's he can do it. Like he could genuinely do this if he keeps setting the world on fire. If he ends, he has—I uh, want to say—thirty-three touchdowns right now. He ends up with you know fifty-five touchdowns. You know, fifty touchdowns as a whole. Th- that's Patrick Mahomes' numbers: forty-five hundred yards. Passing, you know, six hundred yards on the ground, fifty-five touchdowns, we'll call it fourteen interceptions. That's hands down the best player in the NFL. You don't like that that's you don't not yeah. give the MVP to that.
1: Uh spin said if Bills make the playoffs, how does Josh not win the MVP? I think if the Bills make the playoffs, I think he gets MVP.
0: Hands down. Yeah. I think it's locked. Hands it, down. But if yeah. he does even if he doesn't, even if they don't, but he still lights the world on fire, he deserves it.
1: I'm not saying you wouldn't deserve it. I'm just saying it wouldn't happen. The, the league looks too much at the team's, yeah, uh, success overall,
0: which is BS. Not
1: so much, I agree um, totally. And I'm, we can even, I mean, even look at the Heisman. It's the same situation. Like mm-hmm. there's, well, let me just throw a name out there. Most people probably don't know unless you live here or if you follow Boise State football. But Ashton uh, he's our sophomore running back, and. uh He's kinda of like the one A, one B type of thing with George Helani. But he's phenomenal. And he leads the country right now in all purpose yardage and he missed two games.
0: He is and yeah. I've never heard of him. Never exactly. heard of him. And I and I watch college football. But he's
1: one of the best college football players out there. But and I know a lot of it's because of where he plays. I understand that part of it, but um Teams that don't aren't successful. They just simply don't get recognized for the players' individual successes. That's just how it's, it's. always been that way.
0: Well, I mean, this is. I mean, I I was pleading my case for Sean Tucker last year the same way you are. You know, what I'm saying mm-hmm. and he he was one of, if not the best running back at the time. Like in the last two years in college football. But yet he went undrafted because he decided not to go to participate in the combine and immediately made the Bucks roster. You know, he's, but he's a healthy scratch every game, but they have Deuce Vaughn and um, Rashad white who Rashad white's a very good running back. Yeah. It's, it, but because of sy- playing in Syracuse and playing at Boise state, you know, it's one of those things you're going to get overlooked.
1: Yeah. Can I just throw in really quick, all these comments are awesome we appreciate you guys so much this is it makes us a lot more fun when there's this much interaction and engagement so thank you guys and gals um we got about 10 minutes or so ish left i kind of want to we've been talking about a little bit about college football here so i want to jump back on that train because i'm curious to hear what you guys think about the nil should these players be getting paid
0: 100 percent my, does the school make money off of their name and likeness yeah they should get a portion of that money it's kind of hard to argue yeah. that
1: 100 <laughs> percent. here's why who, i bring
0: it up who goes to work without and doesn't want a paycheck sorry
1: i know i i, I agree so here's why the, i brought this up um i know there's nobody here probably that's a boise state fan other than myself but that's fine so we've got our quarterback uh jaylen green who quite honestly is an American quarterback. If you've ever watched him, you would know that he can run. He's like, he's the size of Vince young, long legs, long stride. And he runs like Vince young, but he just can't throw his accuracy is, is book, but he entered the transfer Um, There's a website out there and I wish I could tell you what the website is, because I, I I was showing to me and I don't remember, but it kind of breaks down college uh, collegiate players, NFL value as of like right now. So our, quarterback his value if he was in the NFL was like two hundred seven thousand dollars. He's in the transport portal right now. Uh from the sounds of it they were trying to get him to stay. But the other one is Ashton Genty who I just mentioned. He w- announced he was going into the portal. Uh rumor was he was getting offered nine hundred thousand dollars in NIL money to go somewhere else. the, the that somewhere else wasn't mentioned. So, Boise State said, uh uh-uh. uh, we want you to stay here. We're going to give you $300,000, a brand new house, and a brand new car. <laughs> and he took it. He's staying here. Good. He's it's, it's smart. It's so far out of the norm from what we've grown up with. Like, yeah. this is crazy to see this kind of stuff happening.
0: I, so very out of the norm from what you grew up with. I agree with that. And, like, in my, like, growing up for me, it was, I like. I was start. I was. I started paying attention to sports when people were calling these people should be getting paid. Spin. That free education is nothing compared to what they give to that school. So let's. I will cut that argument every single time. And I know you're just playing devil's advocate, and I love you, that was Roy, Roy, yeah, that was Roy. Oh, Roy. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Sorry, Roy. Still, <laughs>
1: this near spin. It still happened just under the radar, and it did exactly. And that's why teams. Got it did.
0: In trouble, but like I like my generation were the ones that were like, "Why aren't we getting paid? Why aren't they getting paid?" You know. So I kind of I've always I've always been the fact like I've just seen it. They're providing that school service. It's not an equal trade what's the only way to make it equal is the money that you are benefiting off of these players. They can't even be put in a video game. Like, are you serious? Like that, yeah. that's ridiculous. You know, like that, yeah. what they do in their personal time, you know, getting sponsorships and this and that has nothing to do with the school and has nothing to do with the team. You know, yeah. like it, they're, they it's because they love them.
2: What I always thought was silly was the whole autograph thing. Was it like, they weren't allowed to sign autographs for money.
0: If, if, if you've ever, Correct. if you've never watched it, I highly encourage everyone to go watch the Johnny Manziel, yeah. uh, Untold yeah. on mm-hmm. Netflix. Mike, if you haven't seen it, you have no. homework because that will explain basically this entire nil yeah. thing to you yeah. about how about how and why he got in trouble and what he had to do to keep yeah. his autographs a secret just right. to make a buck.
2: Yeah, that's crazy. I hey man, if yeah, it's putting crazy. food we in the had... fridge and gas in your tank. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we had a an incident here. This was uh, I was probably like a decade or more ago. But there we had a player, uh, circumstances whatever they were, he was basically homeless, and uh, he was put up um, by one of the coaches, or I think it was one of the coaches, and he ended up being suspended by the NCAA person. because he was giving free room and board.
0: Like, what a terrible person. Yeah, he should right? burn in yeah. hell for that. Like are you serious? <laughs> like don't like it it comes down to common sense at some point. you know, it has to uh, exactly. It, it's yeah. the whole bagel and cream cheese thing. A coach can buy a player <laughs> a bagel. He cannot buy him cream cheese for that bagel. that is illegal. Hand to God that was the rule before Nil kicked in. That's how <laughs> insane this is. People actually yeah. got suspended for buying someone cream cheese. The NCAA NCAA needs to go away as a whole. That is, I mean, that like that's its own governing body, and it is so far fetched at this point, and so out of touch. It basically, it basically needs an entire hard reset.
1: I could spend (laughs) a year long. I would college football. I love it. I I could do the podcast for that for sure. And there's so much to talk about along the lines of what you were just saying. Like there's, yeah. that would be a lot of fun to com- to conversate about, but we're running out of time, so let's go ahead and jump back over to the NFL side. It's time for some score predictions. All right,
0: there it is. Good okay.
1: job, Mike. Wait, uh, who went?
0: Hey, you're going I think first, I went first last time. You no. haven't been here in three weeks. You're up next. You're no. up first. No, yep. it's fine. <laughs> nope. no, you haven't been here no. in three weeks. You definitely haven't done it recently. Right. If you haven't been here in three weeks, let's I'm see. ready. But I, like to I need see people you guys
1: in the comments who comments. Who wants? To, who who should go first? Let's hear it. And the first one to pipe in, we'll take that one. Roy, you don't watch college football. You need to. It's great, great. Not game. all at once. Now, I'll Spin, you don't watch college football either. All right. Well, fine. <laughs> Nobody's going to comment about who should go first. I'm just, they're probably going to as soon as somebody says something, right?
2: I had to throw that in there. Finally um, got the chance.
1: I've said before, I will never pick a team because they can be anybody in the league. No question. So I will stick with that and say that Buffalo will win this game. (laughs) Spin. um, What am I going to say? Score. Buffalo wins. Uh, Chiefs defense is pretty good. So I'll give Buffalo 27-19. Throw oh, a weird number out there 27 19. Whoa, I thought you were gonna steal mine,
0: <laughs> Mike. You were voted to go first, so now you have to go second.
2: <laughs> so I had the bills of 27. I'm saying the bills are winning 27 25. And Josh Allen, I think I mentioned this on the hump day hotline last night in the comments. Josh Allen 332 and three 29 yards on the ground and another touchdown. So that's four touchdowns for the Bills, 27 points, because Bass misses one or something. (laughs) Sorry. He might. He's been all over the place this year, too. I took the over, and that does it on the score. All right,
1: before Casey, Casey, before you go, I'm going to throw up some of these scores here. So Roy says 31-31 tie. Uh, Spence got uh, 35-17. I'm assuming Bills. We're just going to assume Bills. Mm -hmm. Tony Miller says... 36-17. 3617 Laura's got the bills also 31 to 28 uh Dennis chiming in 30 to 24 bills like everybody's picking the bills oh here's another one Triggs 34 31 bills so I like it lots percent so far
2: mm-hmm.
0: you're up Casey I'm gonna go 32 to 24 Buffalo all right 32 24. There yep. you have there it. There you have it. Again, took the over. Always <laughs> take the over, everybody, except for tonight. Take the under. <laughs> except you.
1: All right. We're going to get out of here. Uh, again, thank you everybody for listening tonight and chiming in on the comments. We love the interaction. We'll see you all next week. Hopefully, we have a victory Monday coming up. Uh, we'll see you next week. Go, Bills.
0: Go, Bills. Go, Bills. Tell your friends.